Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, welcome back to the Potted Together podcast. I'm Nicole and I am joined by my co-host Becca and Adam. Hello. 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 Oh, oh. <laughs> Hi, Adam. Friend. Is that you? Hi, friend. It's his it's his Halloween voice. <laughs> my spooky Ooh, season voice. voice. Let's settle this right now. Spooky season, has that just become a thing this year? Because I never remember people saying spooky season. I've never heard that term. It's uh, everyone is saying it. I don't know hmm. if I've heard people use spooky season as like Halloween. Oh. Yeah. Well, we're not watching the same things, people. <laughs> I don't know if I've seen <laughs> What are seen you that? watching? Are you watching like Baking Wars, well, Halloween on, Baking Wars? On John Oliver on HBO, he does a weekly talk show and some segments he like cuts to like all of these clips of local news channels and like this week he cut to a clip and like literally every local news channel says it's of October 1st it's officially spooky season and I was like is this a thing <laughs> maybe they're trying to like come up with new fun things because COVID took everything from us <laughs> yeah new, news flash 2020 has been spooky <laughs> yeah right started back in March oh my gosh wow sorry. how are you sorry guys for that. We haven't recorded. I'm doing. In... Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say we're a little rusty. We haven't recorded an episode in three, two weeks. This is so... the third week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we haven't really chatted. So I know. Yeah. I missed you guys. I missed you guys. So okay. So during our weekly recap, I think that Becca needs to take over this entire weekly recap because. Oh. You have the most going on. And this is the reason, pretty much, why we didn't record the past two weeks. Because Becca moved across the country. I did. It was because of me that we got behind. Ah. That's okay, because now you're only six hours away from me. So you're forgiven. And because of Nicole's planning, we are ahead anyway. So it works. Yeah, that's that's very true. We gave ourselves some, some margins. Some margins yes. to slow down a bit sometimes but yeah I moved to Colombia. I'm here officially we've been talking about it and anticipating the move for a long time and now we're finally here I'm sitting in my closet now so I'm not under a blanket fort um <laughs> it was very easy to get into my recording setup today <laughs> <laughs> one of the first things that I thought about when we got here though is which area I'm going to make my little podcast studio so I'm really excited I'm just yeah, excited that is about exciting. This. Yeah, I think people really liked the fact that you were underneath a desk. <laughs> so that might still have to be a thing. I I could do it on occasion. Let's say I feel like I'm too <laughs> old to like get down and climb in. Like that's I was realizing like gosh I'm not as young as I was. <laughs> Leo likes realize. it. Leo loved it. Um, but yeah, so that's basically well. We haven't. We didn't have internet for a week, so I was just kind of like hanging out. Well, we were doing projects around the house, but I was kind of like in the dark ages for a week, and yeah. 
finally we got our internet and then all of our stuff came because we had movers take our stuff yesterday so now we're just sitting among tons of boxes and now I'm feeling a little bit stressed out because I feel like I should have been using last week to figure out how I wanted to design everything but I didn't have internet so I literally could just twiddle my thumbs and like rake so I couldn't really do anything. (laughs) Oh raking. Uh, Yeah Um, we mowed the grass. Daniel bought this like big big lawnmower it's like 61. is it a zero turn is it a zero yes. turn with the levers oh my gosh i miss mowing so much <laughs> do you really yes. is that a thing you like to do it's to me it's like vacuuming where you can see your progress and i love vacuuming because i love mm. seeing the lines in the carpet and i love mowing because i just like watching the grass just like oh i miss it so i learn something new every day that's yeah. that's awesome that's so is it it's not one of the ones you sit on is it yeah. It is. Okay, oh, so it is. for any lawnmower... Is it a John Deere? No. For any lawnmower nerds, it's a Spartan 61-inch deck, zero turn. He's got that 61-inch oh. deck, huh? Yeah. It's a big lawnmower. <laughs> like, it's, it's a, huge. It's a big deck. Yeah, it is. <laughs> we all... Are we doing an innuendo here? <laughs> yeah, I'm but it. that's okay. It went right over my head. I'm like, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, that what is just a happened? really big lawnmower. <laughs> I kept going and I was like, uh. <laughs> but yeah, we have a really big area to mow, so it just made the most sense. But anyway, so... He said the same thing about mowing. Like, he says it's so satisfying, and he's just, like, so excited about it. Uh, For me, I bought some paint, some chalk paint to paint my cabinets. Like, I'm just starting to think of all the things I want to do. Got some projects coming up, but, yeah, that's That's exciting. That's really it. Yeah, I mean, we, we, like, talked about this before we started recording, and we're like, wait, let's stop so that we can record. (laughs) Yes, yes. So how did the how did the drive go? Anything of note on that that cross country trek? Okay, well, <laughs> I now understand why people do these things in like three days or multiple days and like make it a trip, like you both did. Um, we did the drive in two days, one five hour day and one seventeen hour day, which was genuinely so stupid, like <laughs> so dumb. Um, but we just uh. wanted to get here. So we just, yeah, we just pulled through, powered through it, and listen to this. I took a five-hour energy drink for the first time, had a really bad reaction, thought I was going to come unglued in a truck stop, let's just say. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. When you say unglued at a truck stop, do you mean diarrhea? (laughs) No. Vomit. Vomit. Throw up. I don't know what's worse. Honestly, I wish it was diarrhea because I hate throwing <laughs> up. Like, I hate that uncertain feeling like, is this going to happen or is it not? Like, at least with diarrhea, you're like, this is going to happen and you can feel it. Yeah. But I was just kind of like pacing in the bathroom like, oh, my God, this is terrible. Yeah. So then I had a banana and I felt a little better. And then I talked to Nicole on the phone. So that helped. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I didn't want to hang up because I was like. She's going to fall asleep. (laughs) So after we got off the phone, I was like, are are you okay? You good? We're good? (laughs) Yeah. I like, I surprisingly enough, I wasn't tired really at any point in the drive because 
I'm really sensitive to caffeine, which is probably why I had a terrible reaction. I will never yeah. take one of those again in my life. Yeah. It probably had a lot to do with the fact that you guys really didn't sleep a lot the night before too, right? Yeah. We slept for like two hours. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. rough. It was not good. Not It was not smart, but neither of us were like drowsy and like tired at any point, probably just because of adrenaline, honestly. Yeah. And then... Yeah, then I had some caffeine. I had a coffee, and then I had a five-hour energy drink. And I feel like caffeine just, like, lights me up really fast because I don't drink coffee or caffeine in general just because I – I don't know. It's not for any specific reason. I just don't. Yeah. So it just really did a number on my body. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the fact, I, like – I, you know, I don't love throwing up either, but if I had to throw up in a public restroom, like... Oh, my God. It grosses oh. me out to be that close to a toilet bowl oh. in my own yeah. home. Yeah. And then Ugh. during a pandemic, <laughs> forget it. Yeah. Okay, thankfully, this was, like, the one redeeming thing about the situation. I knew that the cleaning person had just left that bathroom because it smelled really good and I saw them oh, in the good. next bathroom over so I knew it was like pristine and I was like thank god if I'm going <laughs> to like I'm going to mess this up <laughs> yeah um so that was like really good I think that if it was nasty I probably would have thrown up for sure but I was I'm pretty good at holding it down I'll be honest so ooh I am not that's really one thing I can, if I feel nauseous I have to throw and I hate throwing up like I cry Every time I throw oh, up, like Nicole. it's like the end of the world. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Oh, yeah, it's the worst. I it's mean, I don't, I don't think, I don't know if anyone's like, oh, I love throwing up. My body, <laughs> yeah. like, and I think I've told you guys this before too, and I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna tell it here because the world needs to know. <laughs> but my whole body convulses when I throw up, like it yeah. to an insane amount, and I always end up farting no matter what. <laughs> You did tell it's us. It's always this. like a <laughs> <laughs> can't control it. <laughs> I feel like most people like shit themselves when they throw up. Though. It's like pretty normal. Okay, this has never happened to me. It means really. But... Yeah, I guess. Well, maybe no. It definitely has. I just gave myself away. <laughs> no, That's no. A very attractive thing I just shared. Happens <laughs> to everybody. <laughs> all the time nicole what are you talking about uh adam cut that out please no i'm just kidding it's fine right so when we first walked into the house it was like midnight and the house had been like shut tight closed and well we have to get new windows on the house which is just incredibly awful but because none of them really open, they're all like broken or something. Are they like mm. old wood windows kind of situation? Kind of, yeah. 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 It's not the original windows like from the 80s, but like I wouldn't say it's like much newer than that. They could yeah. be the original windows. I'm not sure. But yeah, we, we've had some people come out to give us quotes and I'm like, oh, my God, this that is like buying is a car. That is an investment. It is expensive. But yeah, I will say... You know, winter might be better for you since now you have to suffer through winter with new windows, Mm -hmm. you know. That's true, which is what we're talking about today. Uh, Yeah. But, yeah, so the house was, like, airtight, and it smelled so bad when we came in. Like, I I was already feeling sick. We were talking about this before we started recording, but I was already feeling, like, really sick. And then I walked into a house that smelled, like, just, I, I can't even describe it. And then we opened up the freezer, 
and the freezer had black mold in it. Stop. And the smell to a company. Oh, no. <laughs> it was so bad. I, oh. I, I did throw up in my mouth when that happened. Like, when I went up close to it, and I... I was recording as well when that happened. And I had oh. to like very when I was editing the video, I had to very quickly like find that section and cut it out because I would have just editing the part where I was talking about me feeling sick. I felt sick again. Like that is just oh. Oh. But anyway, so the house smells better now that we've been walking around and we have doors open. We have candles. We ha- we got it professionally clean because it was really dirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The person who bought, th- who sold us the house was just like, you could tell they just aren't, he's just not a great guy. Like left a bunch of stuff when he wasn't supposed to and oh really left the house looking terrible. It's just like, you can tell when someone's a bad person, you know, you can just yeah. tell not a great guy, but in any case, yeah. We met one of our neighbors who is a really nice older man. He offered. Oh, good. Yeah. He offered to help us remodel some things. And he goes, well, I can't do much anymore, but I can coach you through it. (laughs) Oh, that's so sweet. Okay, cool. (laughs) You're like, we're going to need that. (laughs) So you can just basically just watch us and tell us what to do. I don't know. It's basically. So when do you, when do you think you'll get the new windows? Do you think it'll be before the winter? Well, the company that we've. Well, most of the companies we've been talking to are booked out through the winter, so it won't be until 2021. Oh. Yeah. Because it's, yeah. And, like, they're fine. It's just they're not, like, the most energy-efficient windows. Yeah. So. You got to get that plastic wrap that you, like, tape to the window, and then you use a hairdryer, and you shrink it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he was telling. Wait. Wait, wait, wait. You have to do that in the winter? Yeah. Well, Well, I mean, I did in Illinois. For yeah, a lot when of people I because I, I lived in an older house, I rented an older house at one point, and it had um, stained glass. Like it was in an old window that the top portion was stained glass, and uh, air was just like blow it. Cold air was just like leaking in there, crazy. So we had to seal it with plastic on the inside. What? Yeah, yeah, we had to do that too in our old house because the windows were we're older so we it's easy i mean it's just you get like a couple of kits Mm -hmm. and like it's like a plastic sheet and it's got a sticky part and you just stick it over the window and then you take a hair dryer and you go along the edges and it shrinks it so that it like completely seals it off so this is a thing you can like buy and it's made specifically for this oh yeah it'll be at your local walmart for sure for sure what that, oh my gosh oh my gosh what this is just a whole new world does it obstruct your view out the window or is it just along the borders no. um well it covers it the covers whole the window. whole window yeah and some some can be frosted but you can buy clear ones mm-hmm. this is so weird and you can do it in like a huge window size because our windows are like picture windows yeah you can buy like oh. custom size like just a whole sheet that you can cut down Oh. And you won't be opening your windows at all in the winter, I promise you. So don't worry about that. <laughs> My eyes you, are so I wish, big right now. I wish you guys could see her face. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I feel like most of my expressions are like in my face, and I'm I, can, I have nothing to say right now because I'm shocked that that's a thing. Becca didn't do her research before moving to the Midwest. I mean, no, you she don't. Didn't. You obviously don't have to do that, but it will help yeah. if you have leaky older windows or windows that let drafts in yeah i mean if the windows are just older but you feel around them and there's no drafts then you don't have to do that yeah i'm absolutely shook 
what other tips do you guys have? Nicole, let's talk. Wait, no. You guys, what's going on in your lives? I'm so sorry. We don't I don't have anything. There's nothing in comparison to <laughs> to what you're going through over oh, there with the move. But I want yeah, to I don't hear. I don't know. Nothing really nothing really happened this week that I have or the past even couple of weeks that I really have to like talk about. It's been a boring couple of weeks. Well, yeah. um let me talk about myself then. Yeah, please. <laughs> no. So, okay. <laughs> This is like the one thing that happened this in the last week that like was of significance, but it's not even that much significance. But I was just like doing my work and I got a notification on Nextdoor, which is an app. You basically it's like a social media network for your neighborhood mm-hmm. where, pe- where people can like you you can't really see people's addresses and stuff, but like it separates your neighborhood and then like people can like type messages or if you're looking for something or does anyone have handyman suggestions and everyone most of the time it's just like a lot of people here in Arizona there's a lot of I saw an owl flying so make sure your doggies are indoors yada 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 which is smart (laughs) I care about dogs Mm -hmm. but I saw that like someone in my very close vicinity posted that they lost their indoor cat got out and my heart was just like sunk so then I was like okay well I need to go get the mail anyway which is at a post box like in the middle of the neighborhood so I was like I'm just gonna go look and see if I see any cats and I walked outside and I hear people saying kitty kitty and uh so it led me to meet my neighbors because they're the first person I've met since I moved here which was nice and she was really kind and I know it was like not a ideal situation but the rest of that night like every Maybe every 45 minutes I got on my bicycle and just, like, rode around the neighborhood to try to find their cat. Uh, and Aww. spoiler alert, well, not really, but they ended up finding a cat, thankfully. So they, oh, oh, good. But, you know, I just felt like I needed to do it because I, if I was in that situation, if Patches got outside, I would, I would oh. be so grateful if even one person was like, let me help you look. And at one point there was, like, four different neighbors looking for this cat. But, yeah, it was cool. So it was good that they found the cat. And also, like, it was nice to meet some people in the neighborhood. Because, you know, as adults, it's a little weird to just, like, go introduce yourself to neighbors. I know when I bought my first house in Illinois, I thought that, like, it was in a cul-de-sac. So I thought that people would be like, welcome. No. Here's some sugar. Not one person, (laughs) like, ever acknowledged the presence of of us moving into that house. (laughs) Really? It's even it's even worse in the city. Yeah. I mean, oh, God, yeah. People don't care about anybody around here. It's ridiculous. But, like, my mom, where she lives in Queen Creek, she's in a community, kind of like your house is, like, in a neighborhood. And she's got um, a Facebook group for, like, her community. And they they do that, too. They're always very, very nice. Everybody, like, talks to everybody. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's really nice. That here. I love that. I, I did not have that in my neighborhoods growing up really at all. It was very like everyone kept to themselves in their little boxes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, I'm glad they found the kitty. That's good news. Yeah. I mean, the thought of like this poor indoor cat just like being outside, especially in like the heat and everything. I was just like, oh, no, this this thing needs to be found. I don't know where they in- eventually found her, but. I was, like, riding my bicycle with my bicycle light in my hand and, like, shining it in people's yards. And I was like, I'm going to get the cops called on me. I know it. <laughs> just don't shine it in anybody's and I'm just window. Like, you should be Here, fine. kitty, kitty, kitty. And I was doing the... <laughs> pss, 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 pss. Oh, my gosh. Why do cats love that sound? I just don't get it. 
I saw I, I saw a meme the other day where they replaced a cat in The Shining when Jack Nicholson like busts through the door, <laughs> and it was a cat's head, and it said, "Did somebody say?" Pss, 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 pss. <laughs> send that to me yeah i need oh to find him. <laughs> um oh okay adam i fully thought you were gonna tell the customer service story i was just like bracing myself for it oh um. they responded oh <laughs> they did well now you have to tell the story if you're leaving this in okay so at, at my job i work for a bank and i was uh i was communicating <laughs> with a vendor and there was a document that our cfo at the bank needed to sign so i said attaches a document with the signature page from the CFO, but then I attached the wrong file. Classic, classic mm. move. Um, so this person responded back and said, like, this file is, is not complete and I don't see a signature page. And he, this person said, um, maybe talk to your CFO and find out if he did so-and-so and if he did this. And he was gendering the CFO as a he when, in fact, our CFO is a female. And... I wasn't rude about it, but I did reply. I was like, our CFO is a female in the future using pronouns such as they, them will help prevent those assumptions. And Mm -hmm. they replied the next day and was like, I thought I thought I had read something indicating your CFO was a male in prior emails, which is obviously not true. It's just like, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's what people and right away. The president and the CFO of my bank are both female. So I love that. And. You know, I know you don't see that often, but I also think we should see it often, you know? Yeah. Or yeah. just not assume, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But on that note, I also thought Becca was talking about the other customer service. Story. I was oh, no. <laughs> about to be like, oh, Adam, I think that it's I was talking one. about the P one. <laughs> okay. I knew I'll it. cut all of that out. <laughs> no, no you, leave it in. No, That's a good it. story. It's a great story. And you are a friend to... You are a feminist, um, but <laughs> I- okay. <laughs> the other story, uh, the bank I work. You have a lot of a lot of things Guys, happening over there. I I'm like the the token millennial for the bank, and like from I think from the last like five years, I'm the one who gets all of the questions when people have computer problems, and a lot of times it's online banking. Like at one point when I was in the small town. I actually made a house call to a customer because I was like trying to help them, but like they didn't understand oh and I didn't understand what issue they were having. I was like, I'm literally down the block. Can can I come over and, and see your computer? And I did that, which looking back, I probably shouldn't have done that. But the most recent situation is I was on the phone for quite a while, maybe like 45 minutes with a gentleman who uh, asked if he could. He said, I'm going to put you on mute because I have to pee unless you want to hear it. And I was just like, please mute me. Like, Oh, my God. And like, like I was what? my I was in so much shock. I was like, is am I really being asked this question? Like, is this legitimately happening? But, oh, my God. No. That is literally. So I just would. Funny. I would hope that he'd be he was joking, but I just get a feeling he wasn't. No, I don't think he was. Was he like an older gentleman? Yeah. And why are we calling him a gentleman? That's the la- like, like seriously, that's the <laughs> furthest thing from being a gentleman. <laughs> hey, I have to pee. Uh, can I? We're keeping it real. Like maybe he thought you guys were closer than you are. <laughs> yeah. No. 
<laughs> not that. Yeah. I don't know if that's a closeness level I ever want to be at with anyone. N- no. No. I say wide berth in the bathroom, <laughs> regardless of it's your partner, your spouse, whatever. Like, whatever happens behind that door is a mystery. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. There oh, is yeah. Me zero too. Zero way that anyone is getting near me when business is happening. Like I like I pee with the door open all the time. I get angry if I'm in the bathroom and someone's trying to talk to me through the door. I'm like, no, like, yeah, yeah. I'll see you in five minutes. I I do that to Jay. Jay gets mad. I will keep that in mind. Um, (laughs) (laughs) When you're visiting, Becca, you'll keep it in mind when you're visiting. Yes. Please close the door when you pee. Thanks. Oh, of course. It's just okay. Growing up. My f- I was like a lock the door behind me every single time. Before- when I entered a room, I locked the door every single time. Even if it was my bedroom, it was always locked. And now in adulthood, I'm like, whatever. <laughs> in my home, at least. <laughs> uh, I-, I leave the door open unless I'm going number two. <laughs> usually. <laughs> usually. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, it got really awkward. Um, okay. Um... <laughs> Unless please. Why have there been so many awkward lulls? It just feels so weird. Daniel, I'm brewing a bean in here. <laughs> no. Uh, I lock the door all the time, but we have three kids that could just bust in at any time, so they can't be trusted. You have to no. like, protect yourself. Yeah, for sure. I feel bad for my sweet mom, because I used to just like walk in and be like, Mom, where's this? And she's like sitting there, and I'm just like... <laughs> She's pooping. Like, Please get out. Please. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but where is crying? <laughs> okay. Anyway. Oh, uh, what a catch up! That was great, guys. Okay, so today we're gonna talk about winterizing our plants. So, like plants that are outside, and you have to bring them in for the winter if you're in a climate that has a winter. <laughs> Becca's realizing she's gonna be in a climate where she. <laughs> where she has a winter now so it's gonna be fun um or just like winter in general and like house plants and how they do in winter so let's chat about it shall we let's chat so i just i just actually finished bringing all of my plants in for the winter i bring a lot of them outdoors a lot of my cactus do really well in the summer in chicago but i did find this year that it was kind of tricky because i converted a lot of my house plants to leca and i can't bring Mm -hmm. those plants outside Mm -hmm. because they're in leca and they have like cash pose you know and it rains a lot in the midwest so I couldn't bring those out. So I kind of just moved all those closer to my window and just brought out the plants I could. So I brought out less plants than I normally do, but they always get like a significant amount of growth in the summer. I love it. But here's a question that I have for you two and for everyone. And I was saving it for this episode. I get this question a lot and it's like, when's the best time to repot? And everyone says in the spring. But why is that? Because your plants are growing all summer and they're root bound by the fall. They have to be repotted anyway. And then like, I like repotting my plants before I bring them in for the fall too, just because of like pests and stuff. So I like to give them fresh soil. So I am here to ask and like possibly debunk this whole this whole myth. <laughs> I repot in the fall okay. more so than ever. 
Uh, I would say that I repot whenever the plant actually needs it. I don't stick to a spring, summer, fall thing, winter. Mm-hmm. Like if the if I can see that the plant needs it, I'm gonna repot because most generally, like our plants will go through like a dormancy, dormancy, but not. I don't know. Like our houses stay pretty temperate all year, so yeah. it's not as if I don't know. Like I'm sure there's reasons for it. Like. There's more soil, so that maybe it could cause some rotting. Maybe it's like when you repot, it gives them like a boost of like nutrients, so it promotes growth, um, mm-hmm. like in the spring. But I've never adhered to that ever. I'd heard, yeah. I'd, I think it's adhered. I've never adhered to that in my life. I've always just repotted whenever the plant needed it. But I was living in Arizona where it's like pretty much warm all year, so. Yeah, I have too. But what about you, Adam? Like from going from Illinois to Arizona, um, do you stick to a schedule? I don't. Uh, and I, I didn't even before. I think there's definitely probably reasons why they say it's best to do it before the growing season. And I'm not going to sit here and, and act like I know. I know that like when you unpot or repot a plant, you're kind of disturbing the root system. And it maybe sends messages like, that it needs to protect itself or the plants go into shock and maybe going into shock right before going into dormancy is the mm-hmm. issue that people want to like subvert. But uh, yeah, I've never really had like, I don't know of a plant that has died because I repotted it at the wrong time. Like I just don't think that that's an issue. It might not have been the most ideal time, but I also don't think it's detrimental, but I could be wrong. So when I first got into plants, I just, I heard that from everyone. It's like, oh, no, you repot in the spring. Don't repot your plants in the winter. So I didn't. And I was like, this is not working for me. Like, it's not lining up with the time the plant needs to be repotted. So that's the same thing with me. Like, I just repot when my plant needs to be repotted. And I that's what I tell everyone, too. Um, but yeah, I just, I was thinking about that when I was repotting all of my plants before I brought them inside for the winter. I was like, people are going to ask me this question, and they sure did. So good to know that you guys don't either. And we would be happy to hear what you guys think, so you can leave it over on our Instagram post for today at Potted Together. But yeah, let's talk about like some of the things that maybe we do just in preparation for colder temperatures besides even bringing our plants in. Like, is there anything that you do we'll see you're you're in the midwest now becca so like being in arizona there was really nothing that you really did mm-hmm. to winterize your collection right yeah i i left my tropicals outside until probably like mid-december i didn't wow. yeah i didn't bring them back in until it dropped below 55 degrees which you know mm-hmm. doesn't happen for a while out there so and then when i would bring them in i would you know, shower them down. And then I didn't repot them like you do, which is probably a good practice, but I never did that. And then I would just put them in a sunny spot. So, but that's literally the only bit of winterizing I ever did because yeah, things don't really change that much for us in Arizona, but I have a lot to learn. (laughs) Yeah, you do. (laughs) So what about what about you, Adam? Did you do anything in Illinois for the winter or do you do anything in Arizona? You know, I didn't have a lot of outdoor plants when I was in Illinois. I had like a couple banana trees that I don't think made it, but I the one winter kind of cut them down to soil level and stored them in the garage. But as far as like 
Arizona, well, if you listen to the past episodes, I now have three less ficus to bring inside. So that's good. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know what to expect. I have a bunch of cacti, cactus outside. Um, and I just don't know. Like, maybe I think I can leave them out there all winter. I think if a yeah. frost if a frost happens, I have frost sheets to, to throw over them. Indoor, it's a little different because the winter here, the position of the sun in the sky changes from winter to summer here. I mean, it, it does for everyone, but for what I've noticed being in Arizona in the summer, like the sun is like on the north side of the house. And, you know, growing up in Nebraska and then in Illinois, south windows were always the ones that got all the direct sun all the time, regardless Mm -hmm. of time of year. But it's different here in Arizona because in the winter, the south window gets a lot of direct sun. But in the summer, it's the north windows like the sun position is over the north side of the house. So mm-hmm. I have to rearrange a bit of my collection uh, because I put a lot of stuff in my bedroom, which is facing north. And I think that's all still going to be good there. But there are some spots that, de- that that are getting less sun. So I'll probably have to move those somewhere else indoor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're already noticing those changes. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, in the pool in the afternoons and evening like the sun would be setting and you could see it and now like where the sun's setting like it's not even you can't even see it from the backyard as far as like you know Mm. so you can kind of watch it move as the earth does its rotation and orbit kind of stuff yeah well it's funny that you said you have to organize your plants because that's one of the things i have to do like every winter because i have to what i have to do is i have to bring all of my cactus as close to the window as possible but i have to move my leafy like tropicals away from the window almost because even though we have good windows the windows and like that whole wall like every wall in the house pretty much gets really cold Mm -hmm. so if they're too close to that coldness they'll drop leaves and they'll wilt fast as hell and they'll flip out so that's definitely one of the things i have to do i have to rearrange a little bit and i'm curious to know if like people have to do that everywhere like is it just one big rearranging party like before the before the cold temps come? Mm-hmm. And what also kind of sucks is that the weather is so drastic, I feel like, in the Midwest because it could be, you know, 60s, 70s during the day and then it'll drop to like 20s at night. And it's just so hard to like keep up unless like we're in the deep of the winter then it's just freaking cold 24 <laughs> 7 all the time mm. for months but um <laughs> becca's getting a headache just I thinking about a very small tear I'm crying in spanish <laughs> right now <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so it is it's a little bit of a process like if you know if you don't want your plants to freak out you kind of got to baby them at that time of the year Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah. And, you know, I will say in Arizona, the cold window thing is for sure a thing there as well. I did mm-hmm. notice that, like, specifically my Pilea peperomioides was really sensitive to the cold. But, mm-hmm. like, they had plants in my kitchen window there. 
and that one started yellowing a lot of its leaves and I moved it out and well someone suggested it was because it was cold and mm-hmm. you know you touch the leaves that are in the window and they feel cold but I had Hoyas in the window and all of them were fine but that plant the Pilea peperomioides was like I'm done I'm out so I had to move that yeah. one but so I think it's definitely a thing in Arizona as well it's just probably not as prominent <laughs> yeah. yeah for sure um, another thing is grow lights. Like I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of people really invest and in, and in get in like buy more grow lights before the winter. Grow lights is one thing that I have yet to invest in, which is kind of crazy to me. Like I don't have any grow lights, and I mm-hmm. think that this is going to be a year that I do it. I'm just really kind of like I have some in my Amazon cart now. They're those ones that are kind of like they're strips and they have this sticky part on the back you could stick them to the ikea shelves that everybody has that we all have um that are just not like big and bulky and i think i'm gonna go with those but mm-hmm. yeah so grow lights do you guys do grow lights yes in the winter specifically yeah <clears throat> yeah because it's darker too a lot of the day like we yeah. well arizona not as much but the midwest like it gets dark here at 4 30 in the afternoon <laughs> sorry what? becca 4 30 you're kidding no yeah i would walk no. out of work and it would already be dark what 4 30 oh yeah yeah what time does it get bright in the morning <laughs> uh, what time does it wake up <laughs> <laughs> like seven i think but you know you have to you're gonna have to deal with daylight savings times for the first time in your life yeah, yeah. it might mess you up so a that bit. helps with the morning that makes that makes mm-hmm. the morning brighter but then it gets darker a lot earlier yeah so it's and it's typically just gloomy like fall is fall and winter is gloomy it's very cloudy a lot of the time there's not a lot of sun <laughs> uh... maybe you should invest in a tanning bed <laughs> <laughs> i think i've been thinking about like i've been thinking about this a lot actually because i like, I know that it gets darker. I didn't think it would get dark at 4 o'clock. That's shocking <laughs> to me. Because um, even in the winter, it stays it stays light until, like, 6 o'clock in Arizona-ish. I know. I love it when I visit. In, uh, the, in like, January, it's like, ooh, it's still light out. Yeah, wow. Like the day feels longer. But, like, it is definitely cozy. But I feel like, on a real note, I am – I could possibly struggle with like some seasonal depression just because I've never yeah. lived in a place like that. I've, right. I've it's always been like sunny all the time, all year. Uh, you know, like mm-hmm. when there were weeks where it was extra cloudy in Tucson, I could feel my mood changing. And that mm-hmm. was just for like a few days out of the year. You know, it's like sunny 350 days out of the year. So, yeah. I think I might need grow lights for my plants, but also for me. <laughs> yeah, you can get yeah. one of those sad seasonal affected dis- affective disorder, I think. They mm-hmm. make lamps that you can just like stick, they your, make lamps. stick your face in. Stick- <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hear those work, too. Yeah, they do. I'm curious. Wow, wow. I'll have to look into it. I, I've never had seasonal depression. I'm actually a weirdo. I like the darkness like I like that it gets dark early I don't know I'm just not mm-hmm. a nighttime person so when it stays light until like 8 30 in the summer I'm just like uh is it time for bed yet and I can't go to sleep if it's still bright out you know <laughs> so I like it but the gloominess after a couple of months does start to get to you so and yeah you, maybe investing in 
you like scary movies, so the darkness yeah. just like fosters exactly. a great environment for your movies. Ugh. Yeah, my daughter is so funny. Tia, she cannot watch a scary movie unless it's pitch black. Like the other day we were going to watch a movie and she's like, oh, it's still light out. I was like, Tia, it's like twilight. Like, come on. <laughs> she's like, no, it's got to be completely dark. And then she'll turn off every light in the living room. It has to be like pitch black. Cannot so. relate in any way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all the lights need to be on, and I need to be holding my stuffed animal that I still sleep with as a 24-year-old woman. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, Yeah, so I might invest in some grow lights. I don't know. You guys, you audience members out there, let us know what great grow lights you have. I use Um, grow lights Um, Mm year-round. I have them on a timer, like a smart timer. Uh, that I can control from my phone and I can set a schedule. So obviously the schedule changes as when they come on because I usually set it around when it's starting, the sun's starting to set. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think I need to use them, but I do like the supplemental light uh, that they provide. Mm-hmm. And I have, mine are just set up with like the Ikea clip lamps on my Ikea shelves, but I did just buy, that's funny you said that, Nicole, they should be here tomorrow. I bought tube grow lights led grow lights to go on one of my ikea shelves not that i needed the grow lights but i want to actually put plants on those shelves and not have to worry about if they're close to a window with a efficient like sufficient light so mm-hmm. i'm doing this as a test because i'm i'm getting some more hoya and i just like Ooh. i'm running out of room i'm running out of room oh Ooh, more hoya yeah. Oh, yeah. Yay. Um, are they strip grow lights, you said? Like you said, tube? Yeah. The ones okay. that I ordered were. Okay. Let me know how you like them. I'm interested. It's yeah. hard because of, you know, I'm like, I re- read reviews like crazy, which I mean, I think all everyone should. But uh, it's hard because mm-hmm. there's just so many grow lights out there now. Like, mm-hmm. I know. So it's hard to like narrow down the ones that aren't you know that aren't going to be faulty that aren't going to cause electrical issues like that's i'm always so scared of like cheaply made electrical things Mm -hmm. especially something that's going to be on when you're not home you know not home or like asleep yeah that's scary yeah that's true do you guys notice see this is something that i talk about with daniel a lot because his concern with grow lights is was it going to drive up our electric bill and yeah, I, I wonder about that. I feel like a lot of them are LED, so they wouldn't, right? Like, do you yeah. guys ever notice a difference in your electric bill? No, not. I mean, I was worried about that too, moving here and uh, to Arizona. Again, I don't run them constantly, but there's no, there was no major blip in my electric bill. Yeah. Okay. I didn't notice one when I was living in my like really little studio. It was a lot easier to see how our consumption affected our bill. Uh, because mm-hmm. we didn't use much. So when I started using my grow light, it didn't, it literally affected nothing. But I just wonder, like, if anyone else experienced that. Because I would run it for, like, eight hours a day, which, like, isn't very long, all things considered. Like, normally people run them for, like, 16 hours a day. But yeah. I have these grow lights that I used in my greenhouse. They're called Cholas. I don't know if that's the brand or, like what it's are they the circle ones like the it's the strip it's like three strips oh and i heard about them from my friend james and i love them and it was really helpful for my greenhouse because they also put off heat so it kind of like kept it warm in there so it was like 
90% humidity, 80 degrees at all times in that greenhouse. So it was like perfect. Um, yeah. But I really liked those a lot. And it had a timer on them already. And I recommend them to everybody. Like I would definitely want to buy more of those. And they're really bright. So those were really nice. Hmm. Okay. Maybe I can check those out. Because I'm looking for just like thin ones that aren't. I don't know, like, that are aesthetically pleasing, that are not, like, big and bulky. Yeah. <laughs> and that can just stick to the bottom of my shelf, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I'm or always... I don't have to, like... I'm always afraid of, like, the adhesives that come with those. Like, I probably would buy... If I were you, I'd probably buy strips. some other ones. Just because, yeah. you know, if it comes falling down, it's crashing down on your plants. Yeah, I know. I like 3M strips, yeah. like the ones with the with the grippies that like like the Velcro. Those are great. Mhm, the Velcro, yeah. Yeah, those are nice. The, the, grippies. the grippies. The grippies, <laughs> little fingers. <laughs> yeah, those are great. I um yeah, I'm definitely going to be needing some more grow lights then if the sun goes down at 4. Well, okay, and that's also something that's like so different about this new house is I've always had east and west windows which I love. Like, I'm really good at east and west windows. And now I only have north and south. So pretty much Um, I only have south windows because the north windows are nothing. So especially in the winter. Yeah, they're yeah, for sure. Yeah. So maybe I'll put like a pothos in my north window in the bathroom. But like, uh, I I only have south windows and I have, um, Mm, what my sunroom is completely south facing. <laughs> Nicole, what? Get out! She's talking Go. to her dog. Oh, he just busted in here like the cops. <laughs> Go upstairs. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I think I have my my sunroom is entirely uh, south facing. But actually, someone said to me, like, he basically alluded to. The fact that the sunroom would be empty in this in the winter time, and I was like, "Huh? <laughs> what are you talking about?" Wait, is it heated? No, so it doesn't have air, air or heat. But I could put a space heater in there. But technically, it's not like a part oh, of the yeah. house in that way. So it like my realtor said, if I wanted to keep it warm in there, I could just keep the door open from the house, and like it would blow in there probably. But then your house would be cold. Yeah, exactly. Because it's not insulated. Yeah. So. Yeah, my friend my friend just bought a house and hers is the same thing. And I, I don't know why I thought that yours was heated. Mm-mm, it's not. It's not. Wait, but oh, you, have, a you have a sunroom, but then you also have like a little space right when you walk in the front door. Or is that the sunroom? That is the sunroom. So then there's a, a wall between that and actually getting into your home. It's a like a double door. Okay, like a sliding door? Uh, not a sliding door, but just like a glass door. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I could put my space heater in there, but I don't, I, th- I would probably have to run it like all night and that would probably run at the electric bill. So I'm like, is that room yeah. going to have to stay empty? Because I've been monitoring it now and like the daytime temps when we got here was like in the 60s and at night in the in the sunroom it got down to like 50 yeah. which yeah they were fine but it's gonna get colder than 60 degrees they have those or like sorry go they ahead. have those heaters that that like n- not electrical ones but they plug into a, a propane tank 
and heat mm. with like natural gas, which I used to have all the time when I was younger. So like if there's no other option, like maybe that would help a little bit instead of having to worry about plugging in an electrical heater. Yeah. Okay. Send me but a then, link. <laughs> okay. I'll show you what I was talking about. Yeah. Send me an affiliate link. um yeah i guess that's something to also consider with that but i don't know if anyone has a a porch that doesn't it's like a four season porch i guess is what they've called it um if anyone has a porch like that and you put plants on it year round let me know but i feel like most people don't yeah but i don't have many places to put my plants yeah so um i was just thinking of like those greenhouse heaters where they're like up in the corner and Mm. they like move Mm -hmm. but i mean i can only imagine like the cost electric heaters scare me like my mom freaked me out over electric heaters when i was little she'd always be like unplug it don't put it on the carpet don't walk away from it because it could start a fire and i'm just like Okay, why are we using these? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like little space heaters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They're scary. I should have gotten a space heater when I was a teacher because my classroom was always like 50 degrees at all times, all year. And like a bunch of teachers had little space heaters under their desks, but I was being cheap and I didn't buy one. Big mistake. I, got, I was sick like all year. <laughs> but oh, um, oh, no. We, Daniel got this really nice one that if it even like gets slightly bumped it'll just turn off completely i feel like a lot of them have that tech now yeah so if they get knocked over i really when i was younger used to take like a big old it was like a box space heater and i would like i would be in a blanket all the time because it's cold (laughs) and i would just put the blanket over the space heater but not the back where it sucks in fresh air and then it just like (laughs) was a cocoon of like it was so warm i loved it and then every night before bed i would throw my comforter in the dryer for 10 minutes so then oh that's great it would be nice and cozy when i got in bed oh my gosh (laughs) that is the best feeling ever yeah easily i was jay was washing the sheets and like our blanket the other night and i came i got home from a wedding i was exhausted and i was like you of all days you pick to wash the sheets and the blanket and like there's nothing on the bed and i want to go to bed and he's like we'll take this blanket and it was like this blanket that was folded up in like a cupboard it was freezing i was literally shivering and then like an hour i was asleep but i was cold and an hour later he comes in and he brings like the blanket right out of the dryer and i have never slept so good in my life this is so great so i don't know is there anything else you guys do to winterize your plants i don't know what else to talk about no but i think like I don't know. I think that a lot of people, this is going to be their first winter with houseplants because of mm-hmm. the popularity. So maybe we can just talk about things that we learned through our first winters. Uh, yeah. Okay. And I don't know. I don't have a ton of experience because I've only had a couple winters with plants in Illinois. But I did, I did want to just encourage people not to get too upset i guess i don't know how to say that like my alocasias obviously went dormant and you think they're dying but really they're just like not wanting to be around for winter so if that Mm -hmm. happens and your alocasia leaves start falling off or yellowing and dying like take heart and just like stay strong because chances are spring comes and you'll see new growth on that thing yeah yeah that's the one plant that i feel like i know 
I have, I've had experience over winter where they just like, you know, plants know that there's less daylight and they just reserve their energy by dormancy. Yeah. I just watched, um, Vivian, um, at Siloage, Silage. Soilage? Oh yeah. Soilage? It's like, it's like Sil Foliage. She combined oh. those two. Her name's Vivian. I can, she's from New York City. I literally can never pronounce the name. Sioliage, something like that. Sil Oliage. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Well, it does matter, but <laughs> I, I'm not going to sit here painfully trying to pronounce it. Um, she actually just like winterized her caladium by, and caladium are bulb growers and so are alocasia. So mm-hmm. basically she just cut off all the leaves, cut off like most of the roots and like took off all the soil and let them dry out and then put them in a bag and then you just plant them again in the winter. Yeah. A paper bag, like in a dry, dark area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is so I have wild. I have yet I know I have yet to try to do that, but I yeah. have some alocasia bulbs that I grabbed when I was repotting, mm-hmm. so I think I might try to do that. I think I might try to plant them up next spring. Yeah, well, something that I was thinking when Adam was talking about, um, just like extra tips. So this will be my first year actually having to do this, but if you buy a plant during this time of the year make sure that when you leave this the nursery they wrap it because yeah or you wrap it or you figure out a way to cover the plant because that shock from being in a greenhouse to being in like real winter even if it's just for a few minutes on the way to the car that can really shock a plant and kill it so yeah so unless it's wrapped like wrap it in paper the, they should like reputable nurseries should wrap it in craft paper probably yeah and let them and ask for it uh yeah i don't know if lowe's and home depot does that i've never again i've never had to so yeah they don't um no okay maybe bring a reusable bag or something just to cover the leaves so that they're not shocked by the cold and yeah i think winter winter is a great time for root rot to set in I think the thing that I really struggle with in the winter is knowing how much to water because you water less. And I I really struggle with my plants in the transitional seasons. So when we're coming out of summer when I'm having to water less and when we're coming into summer when I'm having to water more, it's really hard for me to get a gauge on when and how much to water or just really when, not how much, how often. So I would say during this time especially – grow your knowledge of how your plants act when they are hydrated and how they act when they are thirsty and that will help Mm -hmm. you decide when you should water and when you shouldn't because it becomes a lot less about a schedule as you grow in your plant journey and more about just watching and observing that's like the biggest piece of advice i could give in general but in the winter that's especially important because yeah they don't need as much water because they're not doing anything. Well, they are, but they're not yeah, they're, growing. And they're not drinking. Mm-hmm. They're not, yeah, they're not drinking the water. Yeah, so. chances are if your plants are posting half-nude selfies online that they're a little bit thirsty and so you probably should give them some water. <laughs> <laughs> Thirsty-ass plants. They're thirsty. <laughs> um, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, that's really important. And also with the root rot note, 
the sun and the heat dries out our soil quite a bit, especially when your plant's in the window. And if that's not a thing, this I, this is something I realized last winter when I pulled some plants from the window and put them under grow lights. The grow lights don't have the same heating effect that the sun does as much. They, they do put off a little bit of heat, but they're not designed to do that a ton. So they're not going to be absorbing the heat like the sun would. I mean, sorry, the water like the sun would. So if you maybe want to, you could purchase a heat mat. I've seen people talk about that. I think I'm going to get one. This is my first time, but I think I'm going to do that because that helps the soil dry out a little faster because, Mm -hmm. you know, soil that stays wet for too long just leads to rotting. It's like a heated blanket for your plants. Ooh, I just bought one of those. My first heated blanket. Oh. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) It's fitting. A heated mat for your plants is like a heated bathroom floor. Oh Ooh, have gosh. you guys ever had those? Yes. Oh my gosh. It was amazing. Yeah. How expensive yeah, those are is pretty... that? I told Daniel I want that and he was like, no, it's way too expensive. I don't. I honestly, <laughs> if you're redoing your floors, I think it's just smart to put it in. But I don't know how expensive yeah. it is. The bathroom that I had it in was in my house in Illinois and... It was a small bathroom, but it it was it was already done before I moved in. Like I bought the house with heated floors. So, but I mean, if you're going to be yeah. replacing floors, mm-hmm. and maybe it's just might your bathroom well. or kitchen, like might as well, might yeah, as well. Honestly. Especially if you walk around in your bare feet, often you're gonna you're gonna learn real quick that tile is friggin' cold. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, I... In the winter time. And yeah. I think there's there's more options out there. I mean, before it used to be electrical heat, but I think you can actually run, like, hot water pipes underneath your tile now, like a small, hmm. that heats it up kind of situation. Mm. So, and just recycles and gets hot again and then pushes it through the tube. Yeah. Wow, wow. I'll have to look into that. Yeah, I now understand why people have slippers. Like, it makes sense to me now. I have, I've had slippers throughout my life, but I was never really very serious about them. I would lose them or get rid of them. But now I'm like, oh, that's why people have slippers because it's cold. <laughs> like I would always get it's sweaty cold. in my slippers. It wasn't important to me, but now I get it. And the temperature. World. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be able to write a book mm-hmm. after this, Becca. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the temperature of your feet really determine the temperature of the rest of your body yes that's right so keep your feet keep your feet warm folks and your head right yeah and your head yeah mm-hmm. yeah we're yeah. gonna have to find you a stocking cap that you can wear with all that hair <laughs> i know i have a lot of i have a lot of christmas gift ideas for becca already yeah. <laughs> becca yeah. stop buying stuff for yourself <laughs> I know. Here's my P.O. box. If anyone wants to send me winter gear. Um, exactly. Is that weird? <laughs> it is no. weird. Um, you guys should buy a you guys should buy a snowblower now though before like it first snows and the prices are going to be high. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Our neighbor said that we could use his, so there's that. Oh. But we were thinking about putting like a a, a blade on Daniel's truck or something. Oh, the plow. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's probably a lot know. easier. Those are expensive, but I don't know. We're gonna have to figure something out. But we heard that it doesn't snow that much here. It's mostly ice, which is scary to me. <laughs> ice yeah. is scarier to me than snow, but. I mean, I'm worried about you driving. Snow. I'm so worried about you driving this winter. I mean, I always get worried about <laughs> everyone driving, but since you've never really had 
to drive in ice and snow. Yeah, yeah. it's difficult. And it's a good thing you're still sharing your location with me because I wa- I'm going to watch that daily. <laughs> Not really. Just stay home. Just stay home, Becca. Oh, my gosh. What was it? The, the other day or a couple weeks ago, I met up with Adam to give him something that he forgot at my house. And um, it was my underwear. Like, <laughs> Oops, no. <laughs> okay, it was his lens sunglasses. For camera. His camera. Yeah. Let's clarify. ND filters. My ND filters and my microphones. <laughs> Her lens sunglasses. That's Feels cute. like you left your camera sunglasses. Um, <laughs> um, but what happened was he, well, we were going to meet up and I was like, oh, let's you know when I'm 30 minutes out. And then he, by the time I told him, he's like, yeah, I'm already on the way. I saw your location. And he's like, wait, is it weird that I still have your location? And I was like, no, actually, it makes me feel safe, honestly. <laughs> The funny thing is when I open up the Find My app where you can see where people are sharing their location with you, uh, I don't look at it often, but I share my location if I tell a friend that I'm on the way just so they know kind of situation. But, Becca, I, like, randomly saw that you were still sharing, and then that was the first time I, like, visually looked at it because I'm like, well, she's sharing with me. But then and then after I told you that, I felt really awkward, and I was like, oh, I hope she doesn't think that I'm, like, watching her every move. Oh. I don't. How funny would that be if I was just like, how was Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> you have fun at Dunkin'? No. I thought, you were at a, I thought you were at a meeting, Becca. How was Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> you were late today. Where were you? I saw that you weren't at home. Uh, <laughs> no, I have my location shared with um, all my college roommates still. So it's a, we had that on because safety first and I just yeah. never turned it off. So like, it doesn't freak me out. I don't have it like with people I'm no longer friends with, but I'm I have nothing to hide. So So that's a barometer of our <laughs> friendship. If you stop sharing, I'm just gonna know that it's done. <laughs> okay, whenever you delete your messages and iMessage, it'll ask you like, Do you wanna stop sharing your location with these people? And I always say no, because I don't want them to get a notification that's like, Becca stopped sharing her location. I'm like, I don't know who I have my location shared with. <laughs> but I don't have any I don't share my look i have it set to like it has to ask me first like we have to like become friends on f my f and then we'll be able to share f my f F. (laughs) (laughs) just realized that sounds so weird f my f is find my friends (laughs) i was like isn't it f ML. I thought it was find my location. (laughs) No, FML is not find my location. That means f my life. (laughs) You know, in those like memes where it's like kids are kids are communicating in code now. Yeah. FML, and it means something like totally inappropriate and not what it actually means. It's like find my layer. (laughs) I don't know. The kid's an evil genius. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, no. <laughs> F my F. Find my friends. Sorry. Find my friends. My personal. Jesse, go. Oh, my gosh. Go away. Why don't you I'm want sorry. them near you? I just yeah. have a question. Like, they come near she you. She shakes. She shakes. And then she'll be, like, sniffing everywhere. And it's going to pick up in the audio. That's fine. Other- we like it. Every time one of Nicole's like, dogs even comes near her, she's like, Jazzy, go. And she mutes herself, and you can just see her, like, very sternly, like, with her finger. <laughs> yeah, there's been a quite a few times where Adam's probably like, oh, because I yell. I muted, and then I yelled in the mic. 
Um, so, shall we end this? Yes. We're okay. breaking up. Podcast is over. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> That's all, folks. Hope you enjoyed. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm so glad, wanna- Becca, that you are safely in your new home and I am filled with joy because like it's such a it's such a fun experience to like have your new home, your first home, and then like also live in a different place and experience things in a whole new way. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm excited to like continue to hear about your experiences and like your feelings on it. And Arizona is a lot more sad that you're no longer here. Mm. You're gonna make but, me cry. I miss Arizona so much already. Yeah, I've been emotional about it. Yeah, I've I got really homesick the other day for the first time. Yeah, I mean it's part of, you know, growing up and leaving that nest. But I will say, yeah. like when we met up, when I got my stuff, I felt like I was just very short because that day was emotionally not just because of you, but like, it was just like an emotional day for me. And then I had to like. I had to like ignore the fact that that was like the last time I was going to see you in person. And then I felt like I just cut it off and like peaced out. And I was like, cause <laughs> Becca was with her, her friends who I had never met, but they were so sweet and so kind. But I was like, I'm not going to be a 35 year old man crying in front of these 20 year olds. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't want to be that person, but they would have loved it. Well, not love to see you cry. They would have been like, we get it. We've been crying too. Uh. <laughs> No, oh. I mean, I, yeah, it was, you know, that's okay. It's yeah. okay. I wasn't expecting us to, like, have a, a full family reunion in the gas station <laughs> parking lot, you know. Oh. <laughs> so I understand. But you're going to come out and visit us. I know. Yeah. yeah. It's a reason for a road trip. If I come out. For sure. If I come out, it has to be in the summer and Daniel's going to have to let me mow. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to ride sure that 61-inch deck. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's going to be that's going to be the ongoing joke for quite some time. 61-inch deck. You know, he just he had to get the big one. He had to. He, I remember he was looking at mowers and he's like, "You know, I don't need it to get a mower a mower that big, but I want to be bougie." And I was like, "You Go ahead, Daniel. You do it. <laughs> you do it. He's not a person that like gets things for himself. So whenever he says he wants to get something, I'm like, do it. Go. Have fun. Yeah. And then he's always like, Becca, yeah. I need you to be a negative Nancy. I need you to talk me out of these things. And I'm like, no, but you never want to buy things for yourself. So you should. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I need someone to tell me not to buy things. Because like, if I want something, I'm like, I'm going to get it. Okay, let's go. Yeah, same. <laughs> Um, We're going. But no, when you visit, you can absolutely mow the lawn. We have lots of lawn for you if you want to do that. Good, good. I'll just sit there on hopefully a rocking chair on the porch (laughs) with some sweet tea in my hand and just watch you mow the lawn, Adam, (laughs) and do nothing to help. I absolutely hate garden like yard work like cutting grass and like edging oh i hate it (laughs) so i will not be helping oh my gosh i raked up uh cut grass yesterday for like i don't know two hours probably because the grass was so high and we don't have like a catcher because we didn't think we'd need one but then we realized oh we need one so i've been raking up cut grass 
it sucks. Can't you just leave it and have it just like re well you know join the earth that would be the hope but it's like in patches where it's like really thick so it like cuts off the grass from like you know this growing again yeah or not the system so it it like chokes it out basically hot so (laughs) 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 this lawnmower is just very dirty that's hot All okay, right, anyway. so like a plant leaving the garden center in winter, let's uh wrap this up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, you want me to? I was to, trying or... to think of like a wrap it up joke, like you know, wrap, wrap it up. <laughs> Don't be a fool. Wrap your plant you just bought at the garden center at winter. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Don't be a fool. Uh, okay, okay right, friends. Well, <laughs> the ending is. Who wants to do? Who wants to do this? You do it. Okay. Well, if you're listening to this, thank you. We're so glad you're here. And we love <laughs> talking with you guys. So make sure you follow us on Instagram at Potted Together for the podcast. And each of us have our own. I am at Not Dude. Nicole is at My Clean Leaves. And Becca is at De La Plants. And if you feel so inclined, please give us a review. That really helps spread the word that this podcast is enjoyable and that others may like it. So... Leave us a review on whatever mm-hmm. platform you're listening this on, and we will send you virtual hugs. Lots of yes. them. Yes, and share on Instagram if you want. If you want to share your, your favorite part or whatever on Instagram, I think it's going to be the 61 inch deck. Oh, for That'll sure. That'll be everybody's. That deck is going to get favorite. a lot of airtime. <laughs> That's right. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye, friends. <laughs> <laughs>